What's up, y'all? Shoe Booty Sports coming at you Tuesday night, episode 98. Getting close to that century mark. This is your host, Graham Powell, co-host Bradley Brown. Say what's up, Brad. Sadness. Y'all know the routine by now, 98 episodes in. A uh, quick shout out to our sponsor, Rhino Races. Y'all, Rhino Races is a virtual race series that offers five different races, a 5K, 10K, half marathon, a marathon, and the Rhino Ultra. You can sign up for one or all five of the races at rhinoraces.com. Run your race at your convenience. Track it with your fitness app of choice. Screenshot your results as proof of completion. Submit those results to rhinoraces.com under the submit results section. Once those results are verified by Rhino Races staff, your award will be shipped to you by mail. Also, check out their gear section for t-shirts like this one here, uh, wristbands, decals, and more. Again, rhinoraces.com. Rhino Races is the premier virtual running series. You can sign up today. Again, rhinoraces.com. And also, you can find us, Shoe Booty Sports, on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcast. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at Shoe Booty Sports. So, big uh, sports week. Everybody can probably guess what we're going to lead the show off with. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, it's confirmed, done for the year. Um, okay, I got home. I had a lot to do. Monday is my craziest day at work, right? So I work late. I'm like, okay, I need groceries too. So I go to the grocery store. I get groceries. I know I'm going to be, I'm not going to be in t- there in time for kickoff, home in time for kickoff. I get home. It was the start of the second. It was early in the second quarter when I turned the game on. But I turned the game on. I'm putting stuff away. I look, and I'm like, why is Zach Wilson on the field? And then it, did, it didn't take very long for them to say what happened, uh, cut to the video. And when I saw the video, I was like, oh, no. That's, you know, that I was hoping for, like, the positive, whatever positive, uh, feelings are inside of me there aren't many there aren't a whole lot uh but it but even those like that handful of positive feelings were like you know maybe it's all right Uh, the mri is negative it's like well it wouldn't show on an mri torn achilles but just just watching it and seeing guys that have had torn achilles before uh kobe kevin durant in the 2019 finals it was pretty much the same thing it was you you go down and you need help getting up. Uh, there's no freak out, but you know something's wrong. And it looked just like that. And when he had to be carted, like to to the locker room and just to that little tunnel, you know, in in the middle of a uh, middle of the stadium, it's like, yeah, it's probably a torn Achilles. Yeah. So just like that, uh, season's done. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Season's done. Uh, lasted four snaps uh, for the Jets. That's tough. That's tough, man. I mean, it could, it couldn't, you could not have, it couldn't have been any worse. I mean, it could not have been any worse. Um, and we've, we saw the whole thing play out on Hard Knocks. I have one episode left, but I mean, we've, we've watched Hard Knocks. Uh, they've built this team around him. They were prepped for, uh, Super Bowl run. That's what they were. Pre- that's what they were preparing for. This team last year, we just said it's a quarterback away, and they showed it last night too. Uh, defense was spectacular. The run game is there. Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. That's going to be a solid one-two punch. How about Brees Hall, by the way? Jeez, the game he We're had pretty good. 
And Zach Wilson didn't come in and play atrocious or anything. He had that one atrocious interception. I mean, there, there's yeah. no excuse for that. That's a terrible read by him. But Zach Wilson did – he played as well as Zach Wilson can at this stage in his career and at, at this level, the NFL level. He balled out at BYU, but, you know, a lot of guys ball out in college. And he only did that for a year. And he he was clearly the weak link on that team last year on offense. Uh, didn't play well. Isn't the guy – doesn't doesn't look didn't look like the guy last night, but he played about as well as he could, and still the the Jets had to squeak it out. I mean, Josh Allen had to have four turnovers, and you know a punt return for an overtime win for the Jets. So, to I mean, shout out to Robert Sala by the way and the Jets coaching staff. You know they knew, you know oh, that yeah. they knew what it was, the extent of the injury. And to find a way to rally the troops, keep the team up, keep the spirits up. I mean, you saw him on the sideline, you know, how, how he would react after big plays. It, he had a next man up mentality, which is what you have to have. And that's the worst spot to lose a player. The quarterback position is that important. We don't have to dance around it. But, yeah, he shout out to him and the staff for keeping it together. It, but but where do you go from here? You know, getting the win, that's a huge win on uh, Monday Night Football. But gosh, the, the electricity, just seeing the, I didn't see it live. I wish I would have. But seeing it live, the, gosh, the, the crowd had to be so hyped. Jet, Jets reporters that have been covering the team for 30 plus years. So that's the loudest they had ever seen it or heard it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers running out with the American flag on 9 11. I mean, the place erupted and watching the video. That 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 would give you chills watching that, and then four snaps later on the offensive side of the ball, done for the year, air just let out of the building. I was let down. I was let down. I was sitting at home. Uh, I hate it for hate it. Yeah, I hate it for Rogers. I hate it for Jets fans. Yeah, your your thoughts on it? Oh, I'm I'm still in disbelief. Uh, whenever I was watching it live, it. It looked awkward, and then yeah, on the replay, you've seen it, and then you see just no movement to that left foot at all. It it just didn't look good from the get-go. And, yeah, you held out any hope that it wasn't what everybody was thinking. Uh, but, yeah, it didn't look good. And, yeah, I'm still in disbelief. I mean, four snaps, he didn't even get to complete a pass. All the was- hype from the preseason – I mean, holy, holy shit, dude. And he was pressured for every drop back, wasn't he? I mean, yeah, he was. I know that that was supposed to be a cut block and the ball was, ball was supposed to come out quick. But the one that the guy didn't even block the guy on the cut block, he didn't do his job there. And I'm not blaming the offensive lineman, but, you know, he didn't do his job on that play. I mean, that's that just it's football. It happens. It's not ballet that they're doing out there injuries are going to happen people are looking for somebody to blame I, I haven't heard anybody blaming the offensive line even though they didn't look good even even with um you know zach wilson in there but a lot of a lot of blame on the field itself yeah it's there's been a lot of too. injuries on that field yeah it, and the turf has been a thing it's it's led to injuries uh 
not non-contact injuries. Uh, this was a contact injury, but you could see in the, see in the replay, you could see where his foot got caught up in the turf. And yep. I even saw a video where it slows it down and you can actually see the Achilles rupture. That's, yeah. uh, I, that's it's tough to watch. Yeah, it is. Uh, and coming from somebody that has a bad Achilles, me, you know, it just, it makes it hurt. It just makes it ache a little bit. It just makes me cringe, but. I've injured the same same one on my left leg, man. It and it's a bitch to come back from. Yeah, mine is the mine is the left one. I just had a I've had tendonitis and it gives me problems from time to time, but not not obviously. I've I've never tore it, you know, and it's a long recovery. It's a long rehab at forty years old. Start. Let's start off with this. What What do you do if you're the Jets? People are already talking. Do you, Do you call Tom? Tom Brady, do you see? I don't, I don't want to. I'm not calling Carson Wentz or Taylor no. Heineke or any of these guys. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would call Tom Brady. Why not? But uh, for right now, you just got to let Zach Wilson roll with it. I mean, I don't know who you bring in, man. I mean, there's, I don't know, Cam Newton, but he's, I wouldn't even bring him in either. I mean, I don't know who you bring in. Phillip Rivers, maybe. I mean, that was my name. That, that you call, you call Brady and at least gauge his interest. But me, the, the name on the top of the list for me is Phillip Rivers. He did, yeah. he's, he's not won a ring. That's the one thing that's eluded him. I'm sure he keeps himself ready or he can get yeah, ready. He says he's quick. ready. Yeah. He can, he can get ready pretty quick. That's the name that just a light bulb kind of went off this morning when I was thinking about it. Makes the most sense. Makes the most sense. Yeah, and take however long you need to get acclimate, get him acclimated and get him ready. I don't, you know, that's not going to go well uh, for Zach Zach Wilson. Like it's easier for me to sit here and say, uh, get Philip Rivers ready. You know, take a few weeks to with Wilson as the starter until. You know, Philip Rivers is ready to come step in and play. That's not going to go well in the quarterback room, uh, especially if you're Zach Wilson. I, I get that, but so basically, you would have to if you're going to bring if you're going to make that move, you got to bring them in and make them the yeah. guy pretty much right away. You got to make them the yeah. guy right then and just do what they're comfortable with. But that's the thing you got to get the receivers on board. But we but at the same time. Look at what Zach Wilson, you're doing with Zach Wilson. You're relying on the run game and defense. So I don't know that it's going to really look that different. And that defense looks good. Yes, they did. Jeez. That deep. They are a quarterback away. That's what. That's why it's so disappointing. It would have been so much fun to see you know, what they could do with Rodgers you know, it, yeah. in the huddle. Unfortunately, we're not going to see that, um, at least not this I, year. I hope we get to see it. I, I really hope that's not our last memory of Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it will be. Aaron Rodgers is. I don't think too, it will be either, but you never know. Yeah, he he's got a lot of money in the bank. It's a long uh, recovery. The rehab's terrible, from what I hear. But I'm hearing I, like nine months, at least it's going to be a full, full yeah. year, full year till he can get out there. But he's too prideful of a guy, man. I I don't, he doesn't want to go out like this, especially with all the hype coming into this season. I could see him wanting to, wanting to go two more years. He's under contract. 
I could see him wanting to fulfill that. At least coming back and having a great year next year. We'll see. But it, for now, that's what I think will happen. I don't think he's done. But for now, I think you give Phillip Rivers a call. We've seen enough from Zach Wilson. He's not ready. Even if he could be a decent quarterback in a few years, that's in a few years. This team is yeah. built to win now. So you do it. You're doing your team a disservice by not putting the best guy you possibly can there. I'm calling Phillip Rivers. Realistically, if he's not interested in Brett Brady, I don't see, I just don't see that happening. No, but you got to make the call, though. I'm still picking up the <laughs> phone and calling. Yeah, I'm still going to pick up the phone and call. Uh, but Rivers to me would make the most sense, Phillip Rivers. And if you can't get him, I think another name that, that I like, it's not, you know, going to blow people away, but Jacoby Brissett. Okay. I don't know if he's a free agent, but like, uh, I, I think he'd have to trade for him, but make the trade, make the trade for Jaco Jacoby Brissett. He's shown that he can, you know, I, I don't know that you're going to win a Super Bowl, but you know he can he can do more than Zach Wilson is going to give you right now. Yeah, and he's shown that, so that might be a more realistic route. But I'm calling those other guys first. But yeah, the the Jets, they're quarterback away. That man, that was that was a tough way to end Week One of the NFL season. That was tough. Okay, the Thursday night game though, Chiefs Lions that did not disappoint. That was entertaining. That was entertaining as hell from start to finish. And the lines just the lines offensive line is what stood out to me the most. Just bullied. I mean, just bullied Kansas City there at the end. Was just getting, you know, getting movement off the line, off the line of scrimmage. And yeah, I, I just Jared Goff looks like a different guy. And he he's you can tell he's gained a lot of confidence from the success last season. That's carried over his confidence and in his decision-making and his poise there in the pocket is night and day compared to his last days in LA. Jared Goff is a real, he's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback for that team. And, you know, Dan Campbell, I love the going for it. I love the amount of times they went for it. Even when they didn't get that fourth down, you know, at midfield at the end of the game. I still love the call. I still loved yeah. it. And the the defense played well. Uh, Patrick Mahomes played well. That I mean, yeah. that, watching the game, that interception wasn't on him. Uh, Tony had a game. terrible yeah. game. Terrible, yeah. Lowest rated game for a wide receiver in what, 15 years or something like that? I mean, it's terrible. At least it was bad. I mean, it's, I mean, just to, to bobble it right, just, just hits you right in the hands and it bounces out right into the defender's hands. We've seen that happen. It's, but you know, then to, and it wasn't a simple catch, but it was a, a, a turnaround he missed later. But he, as a yeah. professional wideout, you should have caught that. You, you still got to catch that ball. Just a terrible game from him, but God awful. Yes. But yeah, they, you could see they missed Kelsey. They missed Travis Kelsey. Uh, Mahomes played as well as he could. Yeah, um, I thought I, I have no complaints about him. He's still that guy. He's still him, as the as the young people say. But yeah, they they missed Travis Kelsey that game. Any update on him? Is he coming back this week, or is he he going to be out another week or two? 
Uh, from what I'm hearing, I think he's going to be back this week. So my fantasy team is really hoping uh, he's going to be back. Yeah, I don't even want to. I put that at the bottom of the topics list. I don't even really want to. Conklin, Conklin didn't cut it for me this week, but luckily I still won. Well, I was out of town, you know, at the Razorback game, so I wasn't in my normal routine. So I, I get up, I get in the shower, and as I'm in, in the shower, I'm like, oh, I didn't check out my fantasy lineup. So I get out, but it's kickoff had already happened. I had Mark Andrews starting. He didn't start. Um, yeah. And I'm by default a Bengals fan because I've got Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, and Joe Burrow. And you can guess oh, how that went. Yeah, it Very was bad. bad. Burrow got three points, I think. It was terrible. The Bengals looked awful offensively. Couldn't do anything. You know, weren't, weren't great conditions, but that's the AFC North. I mean, that, you're just going to get that. That's week in, week out. They looked atrocious. It, it's uh, Burrow hasn't been there in training camp. He attributed the struggles to that. And, I mean, Cle Cleveland, though, Cleveland was impressive. You got to give them some credit, too. Uh, Deshaun Watson was impressive. Yes. I mean, Watson's uh, found some of his stride, though. I mean, he, he's getting some of that back, and it'll continue to come as the season progresses. But yeah, uh, Joe, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen looked awful this week. Uh, Allen's is just his decision making. He's regressed since Brian Dable left as the Bills' offensive coordinator. He's, he's just getting worse. He's going back to that. That erratic player that doesn't take care of the foot football, that doesn't value possessions. That was his that was his knock coming out of college, coming out of Wyoming. And it just he's gone back to that. He's regressed to that. Under when Brian Dayball was there, he was taking care of the football. He was an MVP caliber player. He was a he was a top tier quarterback. He didn't look anything like that. Um last night, Monday night. He's re he's reverted back to that. He's reverted back to that erratic Wyoming quarterback, rookie quarterback with the Bills. You can see t talent and flashes, but just doesn't take care of the football as he should. I, I think it if it continues to go poorly, Bills are going to have to look in a another direction. I, I think you're going to have to, coaching-wise, I mean, you're going to have to, this is an offensive league. You start looking at an offensive coach. We're saying now the Chargers scored points, but they have a defensive head coach and they couldn't stop Miami worth a worth a flip to a through 400 plus yards, you know, and three touchdowns. Yeah. Now that's easy to do with that, you know, that receiving core. But if, if you're a defensive coach and that's your thing, you, you can't allow that to happen. It's yeah, I, I'm looking at a offensive coach, somebody that can it, it makes you makes you wonder what Brian Dable could have done. I know you can't kick uh, kick the current coach out, you know, but it, it's it, I would have liked to have seen what he could have done, you know, there there in Buffalo, uh, like like he did with uh, you know Daniel Jones in New York. But that's last season, not Sunday night. They did not look. <laughs> that wasn't even a game. No, it was not. That was, ooh. Yeah, that that was coming home, coming home from uh, Northwest Arkansas. That's another one that I got in late for. Uh, turn it on. It was already over. It was like 20, it was 26 nothing, I think it was, when I turned the game on. And by the end of it, it was 40. 
So I was, I was in there, I think just unpacking because it just wasn't even a good game. I didn't even pay that much attention to the game, but, uh, Cowboys based on what I did see strong defensively, uh, they didn't ask, ask Dak to do a whole lot, which he's his best when you don't ask him to do a whole lot. And I mean, that Dak is like that tier quarterback. Uh, if you don't ask him to do a lot, if you don't ask Kirk Cousins to do a whole lot, uh, those guys can be really successful. If you don't ask too much of them, Kirk Cousins threw for, I mean, what, I don't know his numbers, but his his numbers were high, you know, this past yeah. week, and they lost. You know, yeah, uh, for like three twenty or something. Yeah, it his his numbers were really good, but they lost. Uh, those guys are better when you don't ask them to do too much, because then you know they will be they will be productive in those spots you really need them to be productive in. And that was the case with Dallas. That was the case with Dallas Sunday night. Definitely the easiest money I made this weekend was on that Dallas game. Yeah, yeah, that was a good bet. Um, I don't, I don't, I would not have predicted that. I was, uh, I was very, <laughs> I was very surprised by that. What was the, what was the spread for that game? Uh, I believe it was just two and a half. What Over were your five? Yeah, uh, it, and it wasn't that. But uh, what were some other takeaways you uh, you saw from this uh, saw from this past week of NFL football? We'll get to college here in a little bit. Uh, man, I don't know. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he looks as good as what we would like him to look. Uh, Anthony Richard or Anthony Richardson looked pretty solid. Uh, he needs to learn how to uh, not take so many hits, um, which I think was some advice Trevor gave to him after the game. Telling him that, you know, in the league, it really adds up. You need to he think did. of a different way. So, I mean, those guys look good. That was a good game. Um, I'll touch up, touch up on that a little bit. Yeah, Trevor Trevor Lawrence looked like he, he is – his progression is just jumping leaps and bounds year by year. Um, you know, year two, he looked really good in year two. Year three – he just he looks like the prototype what you want a quarterback to look like. Seeing his seeing his command that one throw on the highlight the touchdown pass to uh, Calvin Ridley I think it was the first his first one of the first one I don't know if he had more but it, the touchdown pass he uh, he caught. Uh, seeing Trevor Lawrence roll left turn roll left and then just turn and make that and make that throw just just dart it to Calvin Ridley perfectly in the back of the end zone. Just a thing of beauty. I mean, you can see why he was, he's, the, he's the number one pick, the blue chip prospect, the national champion, the Heisman, you know, contender. I saw, I'm, I'm seeing just that steady progression, but by leaps and bounds with Trevor Lawrence. And we're going to see it more and more, and he's only going to keep getting better. He did say that to Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson played well. He took way too many hits than he needed to, especially that big one at the end of the game. And yeah, Tre Trevor Lawrence did say that, saying they add that the hits at this level are different. They add up quick. It, th that's another one that stood out to me. Uh, Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. You know, Baker actually Baker looked good. His his numbers looked good. He he 
missed some throws, but I mean, you're, you're going to have that with Baker, but I mean, he completed, had a pretty good completion percentage for Baker Mayfield, you know? Uh, yeah. Baker Mayfield and the Bucks winning it. Uh, Jordan Love and the Packers. He looked good. Yeah. Or although the bears looked equally as bad. Yeah, I was going to say, it, I don't know if that's Jordan Love being that, being I don't know what that the, good yeah. or the bears being that bad. I think it's a bit of both. I think Jordan Love can play, mm-hmm. but you, we can't tell how well based on that because of the, because of the opposition. You got to be disappointed if you're a Bears fan. You actually had a little hope coming into the season, and that's what was out there on the field. Yeah, it's it's left, but that and man, the Steelers surprisingly looked not that great. He looked pretty bad as well. Out Is there, it, especially for having you know a decent preseason, that I mean, you'd think they'd be able to score some points, man. I know, but you'd think they'd be able to score some points, and it, man, they just couldn't get it done. Like that's the thing. I mean, again, Tomlin, defensive coach, uh, young quarterback, Kenny Pickett, year two, and who wasn't, who would not have been a, a first round pick in any other draft. Uh, what was he a first round pick? I don't even remember now. Or was it high twos? Yeah, he was. He was first round. Okay, yeah, he he wouldn't have been a first round pick in any other draft. Uh, I, I think the guy you know can play. He's not going to be a game changer for you, but by any means. So I, I say that I think the guy can play. I I think he has some potential. Or we we just really the jury's still out on him. The jury's still out. And you're not going to get a whole lot from him right now. But again, Tomlin, defensive coach, uh, second-year quarterback, who's you know not a Trevor Lawrence coming out of the draft. I'm not that surprised. Uh, are you really that surprised by it? I know the St- Steelers' history. Tomlin uh, never had a losing season, but that was he barely squeaked by with that last year. Yeah. This was this is almost I'm, coming. What? Yeah, I mean, I was a little surprised. I mean, one that they didn't score more than what they did, but two, that they were scored on as much as they were. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess yeah, luckily they're not as bad as the Giants. So I guess I think that's what everybody's saying this week. So yeah, that overshadowed some but, of it. But the Giants look like they haven't practiced all off season. Yeah, that, that, that's that's a rough outing against against the division rival. Not what you want to see if you're a Giants fan. It was a bad, it was a bad weekend week in New York, man. It was a bad weekend in New York. But if you're the Giants, somebody threw out the question: Who had it worse, the Giants or the Jets? Uh, the Giants can just say, "Hey, it's a uh, week one. The season isn't won or lost after one game. That that's one game out of seventeen regular season games. The Jets' season is their hopes are, are they're gone. I mean, just poof, it's it's done." Unless you can go make a move, uh, and they're not going to do that this week. So I mean, they're riding with Zach Wilson for now, and and that's their best option right now. But yeah, the Jets had the the worst weekend of the two of anyone by far. But yeah. man, the Giants sure. did what they could to they they did what they could to make it about as bad as you know as they could as they could as could be. Who looked the best though? Who who looked the best? To me it was the to me it was San Francisco. 
uh, Brock Purdy, uh, San Francisco. We I've said this the last couple of years. They've got the best roster in football, and that looks to still be the case. Uh, you you hope those guys can stay healthy. You know, knock on wood, hard to do in the NFL through a 17 game season throughout the playoffs. That's what bit them last year. But yeah, that San Francisco still looks like the best team in the league. And Brock Purdy, uh, he just he's he fits. I mean, so I mean again, Shanahan, uh, brilliant offensive mind. He's he he's He's in as good of a situation as he could be in there in San Francisco. And the guy is he does the he does the detailed small things right. You know, and and he can make throws. And yeah, he's in a perfect situation there in San Francisco. And if he can just keep doing that, you know, he's gonna be it, it's almost like a Joe Flacco situation, you know, when Baltimore's at their best when they won a Super Bowl. It's almost like that to an extent. Like just just be that guy. Just don't necessarily it's not go, go it's not just go lose it, but make just enough plays to get the job done because that team and roster are good enough as it is. You got a Bosa on the defensive side of the football. You got weapons on offense. McCaffrey, gosh, McCaffrey had a game. Uh Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. I think I said that right. Yeah, I, he had a game. I mean, uh, George Kittle. I mean, that roster is built for a championship. For a championship. Just you don't have just, to do a whole lot. You don't have to do a whole lot. And you're, they don't have to. They're not going to ask him to do a whole lot. And it, it's because Shanahan wants to run the ball, and it, it's a perfect situation for him. But 49ers look like the best team in football to me right now. But the Cowboys look pretty good too. But I, it's still the Cowboys. Close second, yeah. But yeah, it's, gonna... it's crazy, man. It's like the freaking early nineties. Cowboys and 49ers just all over it, man. Yeah, we don't have Aikman and uh, you know Montana and Young back there, but it's it's a good situation that the quarterbacks they they do have are in at, at this time. Strong defenses, uh, both teams. Okay, let's jump to college football for a bit. Okay, takeaways from the Razorback game. We were both there Saturday. Offense struggled, could not run the football. Uh, defense played well. You know, de- defense yeah. played well. Happy with that. You know, they gave up some some plays. You know, some first down plays. But you know, overall, I was pleased with the defense. Offensively, you got to get the run game going, man. Uh, KJ KJ played well. He didn't he didn't make the right read. Uh, several times. I mean, several times it was the wrong read. You, you got to pull it. You got to pull it. You got to run it yourself. Uh, of course, hindsight's twenty twenty. But yeah, disappointing in the run game, man. And if, if you can't, you, you can't get movement off the line of scrimmage against Kent State. It's gonna be a long do? season. Yeah, what are you gonna do when you hit SEC play? That was the big takeaway for me. Um, I was reminded, though, it, even though it was nice to be at the game, it was nice to go to the game, go to the Razorback game, uh, see KJ play in person, and you get you get a great seat pretty much no matter where you're at in Reynolds Razorback Stadium. You, the closer the better, but the way the stadium's situated and the way all these stadiums are situated, you know, you can 
you can see well, no matter where you're at. But I was reminded why I haven't been to a game in five years or however long. I think it's been five years. Traffic. I mean, just getting just getting there, getting out of there was getting nuts. out. Yeah, Gosh, it took us forever to get out of there, man. Like it, it was wild. Yeah, um, I usually just sit around for like an hour, hour and a half after the game, just so I don't have to deal with the traffic. I say I saw your car going back to my car. I was like, hey, there's Brad's car. I was thinking that's probably what we should have done. Uh, yeah, my nephew wanted to go see like the Razorback statue, you know, with the fountain out front. And I was like, no, let's get back and get out. And then I thought, like, as we were sitting there, I was like, we might as well have gone and done that. All right, dude, man. I'd, yeah, recommend it next time. That's beautiful, beautiful statue fountain. And it's huge. I didn't realize how big the dang thing was. It is ginormous. Yeah, it's uh, it, it was fun. I'm glad I went. I'm glad I got to go to the game. Uh, since I hadn't been in a while, but yeah, I was reminded by the end of it why don't why I haven't gone in a while. I was wore out by the end of the night. But Hogs win. I want to see more things offensively uh, with the run game this Saturday would help. BYU is not known for having a stout defense, so you might you should be able to do that. Score prediction for that game. Ooh, after seeing how much we moved the ball, I, man, I don't know, like. 3528. I've got one similar. I'm saying 3524. 3524 hogs. They don't cover the spread, huh? <laughs> I, I I don't know what the spread is, but that that just sounds like what the game will be final score. I think, I think it opened up at 10, but last time I seen it, it was at eight. Uh so a bunch of people jumping on BYU. Them things don't just move on their own. Um any yeah. word on Rocket Sanders? I heard on the radio this uh, today he will not be playing this week. Okay. All right. Well, there was another big game uh, Saturday night. I did pay attention to it at Chewy's uh, there in Rogers. I walked by in the bar and could see the game up there. And I wasn't surprised by it. Texas, up, Texas upsets Alabama, but I wasn't surprised. I wasn't that surprised that Texas beat them. It was close last year. Uh, Saban's teams have looked mortal these last couple of seasons. Uh, Georgia's been the dominant team in the league. I mean, Alabama would have you know, given them fits last year had they actually played. It wasn't like they were blown out in the two losses that they had. Yeah. They're very close games, but Alabama, I mean, just losing, what was it, 34-24 to yeah. Texas? I mean, that's... Texas quarterback looked good. Man. That's what they say. That, that, that's what they said. I heard he, he had some good deep balls, Quinn Ewers. But, yeah, te, uh, Texas Texas is climbing. You know, Texas is climbing, and Alabama's coming back down to earth, it looks like. And have been for the see last. Catalan wearing that uniform, though. Where is he? He's at Texas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Is he, is he playing quite a bit? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he was a good player for Arkansas when he could stay healthy, uh, which sure. which didn't happen very often at Arkansas, unfortunately. Hopefully he stays healthy, you know, there at Texas, um, even though he's wearing that ugly burnt orange, but that's okay. They got a big win at Alabama, uh, something Arkansas hasn't been able to do in the saving era, but 
What, what do you attribute this kind of to? The you don't want to say the fall, you know, of Alabama. I'm not going to be that dramatic, but Alabama, Alabama was here. They were actually here, you know, above yeah. the the bar, and everybody else was below it. And I mean, they were clearly just leaps and bounds ahead of other programs. And they've come back down to earth. They're they are human. They like they, they look human out there. They don't look like other the machine school, yeah. that they did. I, yeah, other I, schools are picking out their five stars, man. It's well, you see it with you're seeing it with Alabama. You're seeing Clemson struggle. These two powers that we've had that have won multiple national championships in the last decade. Uh, I don't know how many Alabamas had, but since the transfer portal has come into play, we've seen this. I mean, we, I, I don't, I know Dabo isn't big on the transfer portal. He, he doesn't dive into that. I don't know how much Saban does, but it's a lot easier for players that aren't playing to just pick up and go somewhere else and play the following season. You just mentioned one, Jalen Catalan. So those guys sitting and waiting their turn at Alabama in the past suddenly aren't waiting their turn anymore. They're saying, oh, we can go over here and play now at another Power 5 school. I I can only put two and two together and think that some of it has to do with that. Am I wrong? I wouldn't say you're wrong. It's, it's interesting, and uh, there were some rumors flirting, floating around about Saban. They've been going around today about retiring at the end of the season. I'm not going to buy into any of I'm that until I actually hear an official report. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. I don't, I don't think Alabama's done by any means. But yeah, well, uh, they're not the power that they were, you know, a few years ago. But all right, before we get out of here, quick shout out to the Arkansas volleyball team. They jumped to number sixteen in the national ranking, seven and two on the season. And LeBron has announced that he's gonna, oh yeah, he's ready to commit to Team USA in basketball, along with some other stars. But we'll touch up on that more next week. Until uh, then, we're out of time. This is Grand Pal. Brown. Signing out, y'all. Deuces. Peace.